0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Oakland A's baseball is just an hour away.
2: Going back is Goodwood. He will turn and watch it fly. And the A's have taken
3: the lead. Swing and a miss. Tied him up inside. A slider down and in.
1: This is the A's Total Access pregame Show on A's Cast, home to Major League Baseball's number one podcast. Here is Chris Townsend.
4: You know, trying to figure it out, it's hard to believe. The A's have lost 11 straight games to the Seattle Mariners. Wrap your arms around that one. The Seattle Mariners, who are in rebuild mode and suddenly are winning at 88 and 70. Or, excuse me, yeah, yeah, they're 88 and 70. They're in the wild card hunt. But they're supposed to be in rebuild mode. You think of losing 11 straight games to a franchise? So we had it on NBC Sports California last night. The A's lost 11 straight in 1977 to the Texas Rangers. They lost 11 straight in 1978 to the Baltimore Orioles. And they lost 11 straight in 1997 to the Anaheim Angels. A's got to get a victory tonight. It is really hard to believe. They've been outscored during this time 59-30. to 30. And with a loss tonight... I mean, basically the A's have a 0.0 chance of making the postseason. If they lose tonight, they're officially eliminated. But it's just so hard to believe how much they have struggled against the Seattle Mariners, a team that has a minus run differential. Now, the good thing is, on the mound tonight, Frankie Montas. Frankie has been outstanding lately. Like when if you start looking at bright spots, because there's not a whole lot of bright spots. From August 12th, the Athletics. I went over it last night on the A's clubhouse show. On August 12th, they beat Cleveland 17 to nothing, and they had a 62.5 percent chance to make the playoffs as of August 12th, and everything's gone downhill. But one guy who hasn't gone downhill is Frankie Montas. Frankie Montas is 4-0 with a 1.80 ERA with 45 strike excuse me 48 strikeouts in his last 7 starts. 4-0 with a 1.80 ERA and 48 strikeouts in his last 7 starts. That is really impressive. And he's going up against Logan Gilbert, right-hander for the Seattle Mariners. But if there was ever a time you just needed to stop the skid, just end this, you got the right guy on the mound. And, oh, by the way, can we now circle Mitch Haniger, the kid from Archbishop Mitty, in the lineup saying, can't let this guy beat the A's? In that 11-game winning streak, Mitch Haniger, the kid from San Jose, has hit seven home runs. During this streak. He's killing the ace. And it's great to see. I mean you think about everything that he dealt with. With the surgeries. And the issues. Didn't even play last year. The fact that he has 38 home runs. He's going to be in the running for a comeback player of the year. It's good to see. He's a good kid. And you never want to see a professional athlete. Go through all the in- injuries that he had. But at this point A's pitchers have to circle this guy in the lineup and say this guy is not going to beat us. And by the way a big problem for the A's has been the Astro has been the uh, the Mariners bullpen. Seattle has won 9 of their last 10 and the bullpen during that time has a 2.27 ERA in their last 6 games. Excuse me, the last 10 games, that's 6 saves and 7 opportunities. Their bullpen is getting it done, and that has been a major, major problem for the athletics during this winning streak. Coming up next, we'll have Chris Rose from John Boy Media. You see him on the NFL Network right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery.
0: the savings event of the season. Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle Extrava to save Your chance to save big by bundling your home and auto insurance. But only this Sunday. 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 Unless you're busy, in which case you can bundle Tuesday. 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 Or if you already have dinner plans, then try Friday. 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 But if the week gets away from you, you can just wait till next Sunday. 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 Because Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle Extrava to is save isn't going anywhere. 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 Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations the workplace is
6: changing but that's a good thing because now we can make it better than it was before create a workplace people love with envoy envoy is the platform that helps hybrid workplaces flex to balance people safety and mission in ways an old school office simply can't don't just come back come back to better envoy.com make hybrid work
3: this is A's Total Access.
4: Chris Rose is one of the best broadcasters we have in our business, now doing a podcast for Boy Media. Join me earlier today on A's Cast Live when we talked about the AL races for the playoffs. It's very interesting.
7: Yeah, I mean, if you want to start with the A's, obviously, I thought even though they were still very much in it, I thought that series in Toronto is the one that kind of took a lot of the air out of that balloon um for them to have the leads that they did and their bullpen had been so good and so dependable and then you know to lose the games the way they did up there was just a kick in the gut and i get it that they were still very much in it i don't even remember they probably even held a wild card spot after that but those are those are ones that are really tough to recover from and then where they lost what was it a a full four game series to seattle i believe in oakland um you know it's that's tough it's tough and and I'm, i'm surprised because this team has been so seasoned over the last few years they've got one of the best managers in baseball and if i were to bet on a team that would be able to handle it and not go 500 ish in the month of september you know i would have bet money on on the A's being able to to get it done. They haven't. And so now you've got Seattle that's right there. Um, I'll be shocked if Boston doesn't get in. You know, I know they lost last night, but they play they still play two last place teams in Baltimore and Washington. So if they don't make it, they're gonna just gonna be kicking themselves. And I think that the other team that'll make it is the Yankees. And you could have Boston, New York next week, and that would be Amazing for baseball, and uh, I think it would be a fascinating watch.
4: What do you make of the, especially the American League, and I mean, you can throw it also with the National League, because, I mean, my God, with St. Louis having won 17 in a row, but the streakiness of all of these teams, you win a ton, lose a bunch in a row, what do you make of just how streaky teams have been in 2021?
7: Well, I mean, I guess part of it is that with the good streaks, there were some teams that just went hard sell at the at the deadline. And so they just became – they went from 500 or slightly below 500 teams to just god-awful teams. And if you get them on the schedule a lot, then you can really pad your win streaks going. Um, but I don't know if it's different – it, to me, it doesn't feel like it's much different than any other year. I gotta be honest with you. I think it's, you know, I think there's a lot of streakiness to it. I mean, heck, it was four years ago that, that the tribe won 22 in a row. So, you know, hey, cards call me when you get to 22, I guess.
4: Yeah, it's 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 pretty. You know, it's kind of reminiscent their their ending of the season very much of two thousand and seven when the Colorado Rockies won all those games in a row and got in that one game kind of like playoff with the Padres.
7: Yeah, uh, Padres fans are still waiting for Matt Holliday to touch home. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was you know, and it's funny, it's you know, Cardinals fans are like, well, we we better lose. I don't want to go on a losing streak before we have to play most likely the Dodgers next week, but I want us to lose at some point. Like, okay, yeah, I I think what they'll do is now that they're in, they'll make sure that their bullpen guys are getting plenty of rest. They'll probably give guys like Goldschmidt and Arenado, you know, and Tyler O'Neal days off when they need them uh, because they, they can't do a thing about their position. They're going either to LA or to San Francisco next Wednesday. And we know that. Um, but man it's you know it's been really fun to, to watch them do their thing. Um, they've got a bunch of guys who have been to the World Series with that franchise, a few that have won it with that franchise. And I'll tell you this, just being around Dodger fans here in LA, they don't want any part of them. They know that the Dodgers are a really good team, but a one gamer, against St. Louis, which has had a ton of playoff success against the Dodgers, I think it scares the hell out of L.A. fans.
4: Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, and of course we're up here in the Bay Area, uh, to think that whether you're the Dodgers or the Giants, you're going to be in a one-game winner-take-all, which obviously with the A's, we've dealt with that multiple times. Just think about that. You win over 100 games. And you're in a one game for your, for your playoff life. Just how crazy is that?
7: Well, I mean, it's not like it's, we knew all the rules going in. That's why they put a premium on winning the division. I will say this, that if the Dodgers or the Giants lose that one game playoff, I think there's going to be a push to make it two out of three. I really do. And, um, I wouldn't be against it. I love playoff baseball. Uh, I've enjoyed the one game. You know, there's been some great one game series, right? Wild card uh, over the years. And, uh, you know, sometimes the one seed, they have so much time off. You know, like for instance, whoever wins the West is going to go from Sunday until Friday, I believe, without playing. It's a long time in a baseball season. It really is. And some guys aren't going to pitch at all for eight or nine days. That's that could be brutal for you in a short series. It's why we have seen some upsets with that one seed over the years. I do believe to hear
4: the entire interview, you go to athletics.com slash A's cast. Yeah, it's uh, what are we going to do playoff wise in baseball? I figure they're going to have more games. Whether people like it or not, as I talked about with Chris, expanding the playoffs in the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, college football, God knows the the basketball, the NCAA basketball tournament, have all been good and lucrative. Time to expand. I think there's no question about it. Ken Korak is next right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery.
9: Get stylish, durable flooring for your home that will last a lifetime and get it installed with help from Lowe's. Get Stainmaster Pet Protect carpet starting at just $199 per square foot and Pergo Wet Protect laminate starting at $249 per square foot. Both with limited lifetime warranties. Order now, only at Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. Install available in-store only and through independent contractors. See Lowe's.com for details and licensing. U.S. only. See Lowe's.com product detail page for more warranty information.
1: A's cast is your home for nonstop A's baseball. The
2: 3 2 pitch is swung on a high fly ball. Left field, Jaswemski back at the back <laughs> to the wall. He'll watch it fly. And they've done it again in the ninth inning. Out on the run is L'Ariano,
10: and he makes the catch. An amazing catch. Sails to throw back to first base. And this is in time on the fly from Ramon
1: L'Ariano. This is A's Total Access with Chris Townsend.
4: Well, the voice of your Oakland Athletics, and I guess at this time of the year, we can call him the voice of fall. The great Ken Korak joins us. Ken, how are you?
2: I am well, Chris Townsend. How are you?
4: Well, you know what? I'm not going to call out the player. I'm not going to say who said this, but when I hear a player with four games left finally say it's a must-win game, I'm like, buddy, you've been in this mode for a couple weeks. (laughs) I mean...
2: Well, yeah, it's, uh, every, I think every game has been close to that for the last couple of weeks. You're right.
4: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you got four games left. I mean, they, they, there still is a shot. I don't know mathematically how, but there is still a shot for the A's to be in the postseason. Well,
2: you've been checking fan graphs. You have all the numbers, don't you?
4: It's a 0.0% chance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we know this, though. If the A's win today, they'll live to see another day. So they can't be eliminated today if they win. Now, that could happen tomorrow while they're off or maybe while they're flying from Seattle to Houston. So, uh, you know, it's the 29th of September. You're still alive. It's barely. But at least we have that to talk about.
4: Yeah. And, I, I, and, and, and in the end, right, it's been a good year. They have a winning record. Whenever you have a winning record and you don't make the postseason, you're not happy. But you have to put it in perspective. It is a good year.
2: There's no question about that. And also, when you couple that with 11 postseasons for the A's since uh, 2000, it's just been a really good run for the club. But I think the disappointment now is heightened because of what's happening with the Mariners. And the A's know if they had done a decent job against Seattle this year, they'd be right in there uh, you know, in, in the race for the postseason, Chris. So they're 8-6 and six in their last 14 games, and all six of those losses have come to Seattle. So... It's kind of a baffling thing. It's extremely frustrating for the ball club and for Bob Melvin, so you know how badly they would like to get out of Seattle with at least one win tonight.
4: Yeah, I mean, they've never been beat by a team since they've come to Oakland 12 times in a row. Can you put your finger on, why have they struggled against the Mariners? Well,
2: yeah, not 12 times in one season, but they did lose 12 straight to the Angels over the course of two years, but um, I think it's been pitching, Chris. I think that the Mariners' bullpen has just been lights out, and I think they have great confidence against the A's. I'm not saying the A's don't have confidence against the Mariners, but I think the, the Mariners have confidence it's off the charts against the A's, this belief that they're going to win, and they've just outpitched the A's. It's one of those deals. They make the plays. The A's don't. Uh, it is a baffling thing, but... Um, and you mentioned the numbers that uh, the A's have scored, what, 30 runs during the 11 straight losses? Yeah. So, I mean, you're not going to win many games if you're averaging less than three runs a game.
4: Yeah. Can can we cir- can we circle that guy, Mitch Handiger, in the lineup and say, I'm not going to let that guy beat me?
2: Yeah, I think so. And, you know, Kelnick is, is still a rookie. And the guy that has has really hurt the A's under the radar is Terenz. Yeah. Terenz has great numbers against the A's this year, and he's 5 for 9 in the series. So, but, uh, yeah, it's like you said, you root for a guy like Haniger because he's from the South Bay and what he's been through. But, you know, not, maybe not so against the A's. He's having a great year, and like you said, he could easily be the comeback player of the year.
4: Like, how crazy are these streaks? I think, you know, when I look back and we kind of break down the season, I'm going to look back at just how streaky everybody was. I mean, I'm looking at the Yankees. Remember, they won 13 in a row. And we're talking about that's the first time they did that since 1961. Then they went on a, on a on a big losing streak. Now they've won seven in a row. Boston's lost four in a row. Seattle's won three in a row. I mean, this is just like it's it's a race to the finish line, and it's all about streaks.
2: It is, and the Yankees are a scary team now. Their pitching is a great. Garrett Cole had a mediocre outing today up in Toronto, and he has not been great. I think his ERA is over five for his last five starts, but – Offensively, the Yankees are great right now. So I think because of that, they're really a scary team. So it's going to be tough to keep them out of the postseason. Now, as far as the Red Sox and the Mariners and the Blue Jays, it's anybody's guess who's going to come out on top. And this Seattle club has a legitimate shot. They're just a game back in the loss column. They have the Angels over the weekend. So, you know, it's been so long since they've played even games that mattered over the last weekend of the season, Chris. But, you know, I give them a legitimate shot.
4: And then you think about streaks. The St. Louis Cardinals, they are so reminiscent of what the Rockies did in 2007, where you just keep winning, getting into the postseason. I can't imagine whether it's going to be the Dodgers or the Giants. I can't imagine anybody wants to face the the Cardinals, whether it's a one-and-done or a, a series. These guys are red hot.
2: They are, and now they have the time, uh, they're afforded the time to set up their rotation or set up their pitcher for the wild card game, and I, I would assume it's going to be Wayne, right? I'm not sure what direction they're going to go, right? I mean, he's 17-7, and seven, yeah. so they don't have to win any more games. They, uh, 17 straight was enough for them, so yeah, it's going to be a fascinating last weekend, although I'm not sure there's going to be any drama in the National League. Because Atlanta is really close, right on the verge of knocking out the Phillies in the East. The uh, Braves entering today had a magic number of of three. And they're winning 3-2 over the Phillies in the seventh tonight.
4: You know, thinking about the Cardinals, I may be a Cardinal fan. How about the old guys? The old guys are getting it done in baseball, Ken.
2: John Lester's over there now, too, right? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's, it's really good to see. And I should... Go back and say that the the NL West, obviously, uh, will come down to the last weekend, too, with the Dodgers and the Giants. That's kind of a cool thing, too. But, yeah, you know, and sometimes somebody once said the pros play in September. So it's good to see there is still a a, a place for a seasoned veteran this time of year.
4: Yeah, you better watch out for those 40-year-olds in the playoffs, Ken.
2: Yeah, exactly. And even like the 70-year-olds on the golf course sometimes can (laughs) be tough too, Chris.
4: And and by the way, after our conversation last night, yes, you do have to give me strokes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I learned learned from Kurt Young to be a negotiator. That's one of the keys to being successful on the golf course.
4: The great Kurt Young, one of the great pitching coaches of all time. Have a good call. We'll talk to you after the game. Okay, buddy. Coming up next, it's a community spotlight. It's Vince Catronio right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery.
6: The good mornings, smiles and elbow bumps, the coffee runs, lunch breaks, and happy hours, the hallway conversations, whiteboarding, and office banter, the workplace. Envoy wants to welcome you back. Envoy is the people-centric platform that helps hybrid workplaces manage hot desking, scheduling, safety, and more, all from a single dashboard. Don't just come back, come back to better. Envoy.com, make hybrid work.
11: You're listening to the A's Total Access Show.
10: It is our final community spotlight of 2021, but we end on a very strong note from the Hispanic Community Affairs Council of Alameda County. Bettina Flores is a member of the uh, board of directors for the group and trying to help uh, Latinx students get a college education. Much more involved than just that. But first, Bettina, it's it's great to, to talk with you. Great to visit with you. Specifically, what's what's the mission of uh, of the Hispanic Community Affairs Council when you Think about trying to get dollars in front of these kids to get them a college education.
12: Uh, The focus is to get their foot in the door into a college. Uh, So many of our uh, Latinx, uh, so many minorities, don't have that opportunity to go to college. And 38 years ago, we had a group of uh, very community active uh, members uh, or members of the community, very active in the Hispanic community or Latinx community, as we call it now. And uh, they wanted to focus on making sure that the students were able to attend college. So we started raising funds 38 years ago.
10: It's amazing looking at the numbers you've awarded over $1.7 million, 2,400 students, including 50 this year. And we'll get to the November program as well and how that, how kids get involved with that. But first, how rewarding is that to have those kinds of numbers and and see that kind of success?
12: It's almost impossible to describe because we are completely volunteer. We don't have a paid staff. We don't have paid consultants. We don't even have an office. All the work is done by the board of directors and the volunteers. And every year, every one of us that reads the applications and then we interview the students, they all get interviewed. uh, We all say each year, these are the best students we've ever had. So uh, for me personally, it's, uh, it's just so impressive when we see these students that are working so hard, overcoming so many obstacles. They're usually the first in their family to attend college. They're from the lower socioeconomic uh, part of the society. And uh, what they look to us for is not only the funds that we give them, but as they've told us so many times that we believe in them.
10: Bettina, uh, the Ace community fund has donated $5,000 uh, as a grant to your group in helping this continued uh, process for kids. The thing that I'm curious about is what you talked about, kids at the lowest end of the socioeconomic ladder maybe, and wondering if this is even a possibility. And when you create this opportunity for them, how bright, how big do their eyes get when you say, look, send in your application, we're gonna take a look at it, and we're gonna try to make every opportunity available to you.
12: Uh, they're, They're just, as I said, amazing, awesome students and they send us the thank you letters, they thank our sponsors. That $5,000 from the Oakland A's is going to fund two scholarships at $2,000 each for students attending four-year college or university and two students attending community college at 500 each.
10: Bettina Flores joining us from the Hispanic Community Affairs. And you touched on what the A's have been able to provide with their grant, Patina, the uh, four-year school, and also the community college. But it goes all the way through to PhDs and masters. And you've got every particular avenue involved. So I think it's important for people to understand that you, you are creating opportunities. That's the very beginning, but throughout the uh, continuation of education.
12: Absolutely. We have, uh, for this year, 2021 20, uh, recipients, we have one young man that is uh, going for his doctorate in sociology at UC Berkeley. We have four students that are pursuing master's degree, two in social welfare, one in library and information science, and the other in counseling and guidance. So uh, they don't just stop with their BA, they continue, which for us is absolutely amazing.
10: How do you raise the funds, Bettina? How do you get uh, the community involved to keep this going?
12: We have a lot of uh, uh, personal donations. We're one of the organizations that probably is very unusual because 50% of our donations, and this was 70, 75,000 this year, come from individuals who have either been involved, who are past recipients, or who are community activists. The other 50% comes from our corporate partners. Uh, We send out the information every year and their sponsorship opportunities and their response. And of course, there's a lot of phone calling, uh, which I don't mind doing in this day of... uh, Day and age of technology uh, face-to-face talks um, but because we we spend all the money we raise on our students it gives us a heads up or a foot up rather on uh, maybe other organizations that take 25 or 30 percent off the top for fees we're all a volunteer and we're all about our students
10: finally patina what's most rewarding for you i'm sure you've been involved with this for a very long time and you've got countless stories of success and seeing those those young men and women coming back to the community and continuing that drive for social equality. But What jumps off the page for you?
12: I think one student that uh, had fought his, uh, his, his they were from Mexico. He was uh, already first generation American. His dad wanted him to go into a trade. He wanted to go to school so badly that he used to sneak off to go to school. He would get beaten up in school because he didn't speak English well. This is about 15 years ago. He was our speaker at our luncheon. We have a luncheon once a year, and the students are the focus. We have no uh, speeches from politicians or organizations. It's two students that speak. This one young man got up. He had a black eye because he had been beaten up a couple of days before that. By the time he finished, he got a standing ovation and two or three offers for an internship. And when I see students that have gone through all of that, and this is, I mean, he was unusual because usually we don't have him coming in with, you know, having been beaten up. He was unusual in that, but the pale is not unusual. They overcome a lot of uh, adverse conditions and they, they're faithful, they just keep going. And then the nice thing is that, for example, we have three members of our board of directors that were former students. So they continue to give back. And for us, that's what it's all about.
10: Volunteer-driven, nonprofit, no-paid staff, consultants or advisors, and yet $1.7 million, 2,400 students and counting have been impacted as the Hispanic Community Affairs Council of Alameda County continues to do great things in the Latinx community for kids trying to get them a college education. Bettina, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great way to finish our community spotlights this year. It's a powerful program. We wish you all the success.
12: Thank you so much, and we wish you continued success.
10: That's our community spotlight for this week here on A's Total Access.
12: Francis
3: Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at francisfordcopolawinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California.
9: At Lowe's, we believe fashion and function should live together, especially when it comes to flooring. That's why we put together a showroom with the top stylish brands like Bruce Hardwood, Smartcore Luxury Vinyl, and Satori Tile, all known for their reliable durability. See everything our showroom has in store for you. Order now and get it installed with help from Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. Install available in-store only through independent contractors. See Lowe's.com for details and licensing. U.S. only.
4: under two, surger, two surgeries, not only to fix his broken leg, but his upper ankle. And remember, he scored that game-winning run. You want to talk about toughness? Elvis is tough, and he's going to be back for spring training. Here's Bob Melvin.
13: Yeah, that's great news, and I, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, be, shoot, even if he doesn't feel good, he's going to go out there and lobby to play, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see in spring training, but I'm glad that it did go well because um, it was pretty significant injury. And, um, you know, now for him it's all about just rehabbing and getting back and getting to spring training and being around his teammates again as soon as possible. But it looks like full health once he gets to spring training.
4: Yeah, not one surgery, but two surgeries. That is unbelievable. And the fact that he made it to home plate, unreal. Good luck, Elvis. He's a great A. Coming up next, Bip Roberts will join us right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery. hot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to ChickenPieShopWC.com. That's ChickenPieShopWC.com.
3: This is A's Total Access.
4: Former A, and you see him on NBC Sports California. And remember, he was also an all-star. The great Pip Roberts joined me earlier today on A's Cast Live. And we talked about in August... It looked like it was a no-brainer that the A's would be in the postseason.
14: Well, I think they got a, a shot of a gentleman when the guys were traded over here, Marte, Harrison, gone and Jason. So I, I thought those guys came and they fit in well. And you see, they all hit the ground running, and it really picked the team up. But I think what happened was, you know, you can't stay that hot for four months, three months, whatever, however long time it, it would be. And I just think that what happens is, you have to rely more on your pitching. And with that, I think the league and the scouts, they do a great job of figuring out how to beat you. And I think what happened was the bullpen, we started to get exposed. And I think what happened was when you see guys down there who don't have overpowering stuff or a breaking ball that's just McNasty, you start to say, okay, if we can get the pitch count up of the starters and get into the bullpen, we can beat these guys. And then what happens is when you're facing a starter who makes a mistake or two, they they took advantage of it. So even if the A's were ahead, other teams start to realize if we can knock out that starter and get in that bullpen, we can win the game. And all of a sudden, teams start to have your number, and then there's nothing you can do about it because the confidence level is so high when they're playing against you that they feel if they're even down 10 runs and they get into your bullpen, they could come back and beat you. And how many games did we see like that? The A's would be up by three, four, five runs, and the other team get into that bullpen, catch them, and then win the ball game. And so I just believe that around the league, when you start talking about certain teams, I think the word got out that if you get into the A's bullpen, you could beat them.
4: When you talk, yeah, the the commander, Commander Cody had that stat, that 12 losses for the A's when they had a three or more. What was it? It was three or more.
3: Yeah. Whenever. Lead, right, Cody. Yeah. Whenever the A's are leading, uh, I have it right here. Uh, the A's have lost 12 games. That they've led by three or more runs. Only the Nationals have lost more. It's 16.
4: Yeah. I mean, yeah. and you talk about the bullpen, you know, I think about, you know, you know, think about your long, great career. Yeah, uh, you know, everybody, it seems like for certain teams, everybody's throwing 98 to 100 miles an hour. How many of those guys did you face in your career?
14: Well, I know Charleston, Norm Charleston threw hard, Rob Dibble threw hard. Yeah. You know, when, when you just say right off the bat, who was throwing hard. So there were guys who threw hard, but I think what they did was they had more than one pitch and they were able to throw the location. You know Gibbs kept the ball down, and so and he had a bowling ball. I mean he he had a heavy ball, so he didn't keep the ball up in the zone. I think guys, even though they're throwing hard right now, they're throwing the ball right down the middle. And so when you miss, and that's the one thing I saw with our pitchers this year, a lot of balls were down the middle and up in the zone. I didn't see guys getting knocked off the plate to set up the outside part of the plate. I didn't see where guys would expand off of the, the, the outside part of the plate. Anytime you can expand off the outside part of the plate, the umpire's going to call it because you're consistent. But I thought our guys threw the ball down the middle a lot, and they kept it up in the zone, and that's when they were getting beat. Now, when you look at Montas and how he can pitch, and he has outstanding fastball and an outstanding split figure, he doesn't mind pitching up and in. He doesn't mind going down and away. He's, his fastball sets up his other pitches. So his sequence is one that gets hitters out. But when you don't have that, you know, as a, as a reliever, you come in, you got one or two pitches, fastball and a slider, fastball and a a, a curveball. And then if you don't throw up for call strikes, then people eliminate your pitches. Now you're down to one pitch. And so if you're down to one pitch, we're going to sit on that one pitch and we know you're breaking balls week that night. So if you throw that, and you hang it. We bang that. You throw your fastball because you're throwing it right down the middle. We bang that too. And so now you got four or five guys coming in a night, and it's tough for four or five guys to be on point at one time at that same night.
4: Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I talk about that all the time. Like, you know, you you got a guy that goes five and dive, and now you got to cover four innings with mm-hmm. x amount of relievers one guy can screw it all up by not being good and it, it, it's, it it's just really rough. And you know the question is if we're really looking at expansion and we're looking at 32 teams, are there really enough arms out there? What's your opinion on I mean and I know you've coached, you've coached pitchers. Are there enough arms out there to expand?
14: You know, when you look at it, you say, well, there's millions of guys out here playing baseball. There's got to be some talent out here. I I just think that it comes down to a lot of times philosophy in organizations. Certain organizations, they have a philosophy of how they want their guys to pitch. And if you don't fit that philosophy, you're not going to be in that organization. You look at the Cardinals, you look at, you know, uh, teams like the Astros and what Dusty's growing over there. And you start looking at even what Seattle is doing. They figured out a formula that works for their guys. So I think that there, yes, there is pitching out there. You just have to understand that when you get to a certain level, you have to continue to hone your technique. You can't believe that you can overpower or make mistakes against the best hitters in the world. You've got to understand like, facing glavin and those guys back in the day glavin bust you inside to set up outside hard in, soft away soft in, sometimes hard away sinker to run away from the bat. so he understood his craft but if you're just a guy comes in and throws hard and i'm just going to blow it by people and you're leaving it out over the plate it's not going to work so i just believe that from triple a to the big leagues that's a bigger step than people believe. That oh, I'm AAA at big leagues is next, yeah. But you got to be ready for the big leagues because this is the best of the best. This is that one percent of the one percent, the guys that you could not get out in AAA. So you've got to hone your skills to where you understand how to get better.
4: To hear the entire interview, go to athletics.com slash Coming up next, it's the Bob Melvin Show with Ken Korak right here on A's Total Access. Brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery.
5: for all your building and remodeling needs.
7: Whatever California families get into, they trust Honda Pilot to get after it. With all-wheel drive, tons of cargo space, room for eight, and gas mileage so incredible, you can go from the Sierras to the surf on a single tank. And right now, get a family-friendly deal and get after it in a rugged Honda Pilot, CRV, or HRV. Visit your NorCal Honda dealer or norcalhondadealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda.
0: It's the home and auto Bundle Extrava Festa Saveathon, the annual year long event where you could save big by bundling home and auto with Progressive. So big that we're kicking things off with fireworks, a monster truck battle, a fighter jet flyover, and it wouldn't be a party without the home and auto Bundle Extrava Festa Saveathon dancers you can't really hear them but trust us they are working it so come for the fun and stay for the savings only at progressive's home and auto bundle extravaganza save a thon progressive Casualty insurance company and affiliates discounts not available in all states or situations <laughs> Small businesses
5: have been dealing with the ongoing impact of the pandemic, social unrest, and environmental events. Small businesses owned by people of color have been some of the hardest hit. Comcast Rise was created to invest in the success of these critical businesses. Rise assists small businesses owned by people of color with complementary marketing, creative, and technology services and equipment to sustain and grow their businesses. The Comcast Rise Investment Fund has just announced a new opportunity for targeted cities, including Oakland, where business owners of color including Hispanic, Black, Asian American, and others, have the opportunity to apply for $10,000 in monetary grants. You can apply between October 1st and 14th, 2021. A total of 100 grants equaling $1 million will be awarded for businesses in Oakland during November of this year. For more information and to apply starting October 1st, visit comcastrise.com.
4: You're listening to the A's
11: Total Access Show.
2: On a Wednesday in Seattle, the A's and the Mariners for the final time this year. And, Bob, I guess it goes without saying that tomorrow would be a very nice off day if you could get out of Seattle with a win against these guys tonight.
13: Yeah, we've said too often here in the last couple of months that it would be really nice to win this last game and get through an off day and get to the next series. It would. You know, we've been... We've been a little stagnant here. We have not not timed anything very well. Um, we've just not played like we expect to in the second half and, and definitely here in the last couple of months. And it's really frustrating to lose as many games as we have to Seattle in a row. So it would be a very, very nice game to win.
2: I know there are no excuses, Bob, but today marks mm-hmm. the end of playing 16 straight days. It's not an ideal time in the season for that, is it?
13: Yeah, I mean, you know, if you have a 40-man roster, then it makes it a lot easier, but you don't. And, you know, we've had to use our bullpen quite a bit. You know, every day I look at my my breakdown workload sheet, and there's almost every day at least two guys that, you know, we have to stay away from. So, off days are always usually pretty good for that.
2: You know, Chris Bassett, I know he wasn't thrilled with his outing, but he got you into the fourth inning, gave up just one run last night. And I thought he pitched pretty well. I did, too. He's really
13: hard on himself and expects a lot out of himself. You know, 65 pitches was the number. I think he threw 66 yesterday. So, um, again, got off to a little bit of a slow start, you know, was was kind of spraying some balls around, which really is not to be unexpected at this point with how long he's been off. But but nailed it down, got through the first inning without a run and, you know, pitched. I thought a lot better after that, even though, you know, he, he thought he was a little off yesterday.
2: Off to a good start, too, on defense with the 8 2 double play that finished off the top of the first inning with Sean Murphy laying the tag on Crawford. And this is after on Sunday, and he uh, tagged Siri at the plate in the ninth inning, Bob. And, you know, having been a catcher yourself with that big catcher's mitt, is there an art to being good at making tags at the plate?
13: Yeah, there is. I mean, it, it's a little different now than when I played because you know, when I played, they could run you over and now you really don't have to worry about that too much. Um, the only thing you have to worry about is being in front of the plate without the ball, if the ball's not in line with that. So it's a little easier as far as that goes. Um, you can kind of back up if it's a short hop, you can move a little bit forward if it's, if you need to get a longer hop and, but yes, to, you know, to get the tag down quickly and get a guy, it means that you can't reach for it. You'll have to let the ball travel as far as you can to, to try to get the timing right, and and you know Murph's been pretty good about that. You know Murph's been good all year. but his framing numbers and everything else defensively have been have been really good. Tops in the league. So that's just another area that he's worked on and is really good.
2: Are are the catcher the big catcher's mitts? Are they difficult to work with in a situation like that, or catcher is just used to using it?
13: No, I mean nowadays it's it's you know it's it's not like the days when with the no hinge glove where you had to catch everything two handed. Uh, it's just like a fielder's glove now, and you know certain types are a little bit different. And um, yeah, it's 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 not as uh, as tough as it used to be. Where you used to have that, you know, you were taught to have your bare hand on the glove as well in case somebody knocked it out. Nowadays, you're just trying to get as quickly quick a tag down as you possibly can.
2: Yeah, interesting. Hey, how about Chad Pinder, Bob, and home run last night? And and we're seeing, I guess, that maybe even looking back on the season, some frustration. On the part of the ball club that he spent those two cents on the IL because we're seeing what he can do
13: right and any you know when he's swinging well he's as impactful a guy as we have and you know you look at whether it's exit velocities whether it's hitting spin you know he's really good at hitting curveballs he's there's a lot to offer and i think it was a frustrating year for him because of the injuries because this was a year he you know, he was probably going to get his best opportunity. You know, coming off of last year and what he did in the postseason and playing against righties, playing against lefties, it ended up being frustrating for him. But we're seeing him swing the bat really well again right now.
2: Nice to have Starley Marte in there tonight.
13: Boy, is it. You know, we've, we've you know, taken this one, you know, as is, is, is conservatively as we possibly can. And I didn't think he was going to play today. But it, he came in my office and said, look, I, I feel good enough to play today. Cleared by the trainers, went in the cage and swung and felt good with that. So he's in there and very, very glad he is.
2: All right. And that's the Bo Mel show for today. And Chris Townsend will send things back down to you. It's
4: a Marte parte. Great to have him back in the lineup. Coming up next, it's the A's and the Mariners. And I'll talk to you after the ball game.
8: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
9: Get stylish, durable flooring for your home that will last a lifetime and get it installed with help from Lowe's. Get Stainmaster Pet Protect carpet starting at just $199 per square foot and Pergo Wet Protect laminate starting at $249 per square foot, both with limited lifetime warranties. Order now only at Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. Install available in-store only and through independent contractors. See Lowe's.com for details and licensing, U.S. only. See Lowe's.com product detail page for more warranty information
11: Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1.
2: A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF
3: 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.